Welcome to another edition of the Gazette's After the Final Score Hawk Off the Press podcast. I'm your host, John Steppe, joined by Mike Loss. Hi, Hi, how are you? Good, how are you? I'm good. Good. Well, things weren't so good for the Hawkeyes today. It was another three-possession loss to another unranked team. This time it was Wisconsin, and it was really an ugly offensive performance there. Well, yeah, I mean, coming in, I think we all knew that this could be an ugly game, but this was one-sided ugly. Yeah. Everyone, I think, was realizing that this would probably be a defensive-heavy game. And Iowa's defense did a pretty good job. Wisconsin's defense did a phenomenal job. Yeah, I mean, what was it? 156 yards Iowa had. Yeah. That, uh, for a Division One football team, any game, anywhere, it's pretty bad. Yeah. I mean, 30 yards in the first half. For any Division One team, anytime, anywhere, that's atrocious. Yeah. One first down in the whole first half. Um, it Six was, it drives was, without any first It downs. was brutal. I mean, that, there's you can call it nice words, but it was brutal, and it got them beat. The defense played winning football. Uh, they gave up 273 yards. You do that, you should win, you know, almost every time. Yeah, and, and I cut not. them some slack on the 27 points, which, of course, breaks the streak of 29 straight games without more than 25 points. Well, it should have been up. more than 27 points. Yeah, and I mean, they, they left 11 points on the table. They, they get three fumbles inside the 20. Wisconsin did. Iowa fumbled the ball inside the 20 three times in the same quarter. Which is incredible. Wisconsin got 10 points out of it instead of 21. Yeah. I think that really tells you how the defense played right there in a nutshell. Is The defense kept them in the game until it was third and two in Wisconsin territory and in two plays Iowa couldn't get two yards. And Once then, again. Yeah. For the second game in a row. It's like a broken record here. It's the same problems that you're seeing time and time again so it's and special teams wasn't perfect either where Tory Taylor had some good puns well yeah when, but, when uh, Charlie Jones left the game because he had his eye poke so he goes in the locker room and the guy they, they pull out to replace him Max Cooper fumbles away a punt you know uh, that's when you, you don't win games when you do that and you know but it was an offensive deal. Seven points for the second straight game. Uh, an unacceptable performance in that regard. And it is what has wrecked what was a magical season. You're number yeah. two in the country a couple of weeks ago. And now you're in Palookaville. Yeah. It's a night and day difference between now and well, the difference October is, The difference is the defense didn't set them up with three or four turnovers. Yeah, that's the other thing, too. Yeah, it is, that, that's the whole thing, is that the offense hasn't been great all season, but the defense was feeding it and feeding it and feeding yeah. it. Well, today, like in the Purdue game, it was up to the offense to create and sustain its own offense, and it did not do that. No, it's as simple as that, and now the postseason opportunities that Iowa will have is a lot different than what people were yeah, thinking. Yeah, I mean, I know they're still tied for first place in the West, etc., etc., but it's it's no longer really fun or exciting to talk about it because in your heart of hearts, you don't really feel like 
this is a team that'll be that should be vying for the Big Ten championship, whereas you did think that for a while. And Minnesota could potentially, based on what's happening right now, I believe, move up past them. Oh, right, so. right, right. I, I, my math is wrong there, yeah. But, I mean, even if I will beat Minnesota, tiebreakers and all this jazz, I don't care. Mm -hmm. I mean, do you... Right now, Iowa's not playing well enough offensively to win its last four games, which it is going to have to do to have a chance to go to Indy. Yeah. Uh, I don't care who they play against. If the offense plays like this anymore, mm -hmm. they're going to be in trouble. They could be going up against the down-the-street elementary school team, practically. Well, not and what, that. And what but... an odd name for an elementary school, by the way. <laughs> Down-the-street. <laughs> I will think in time there for next There are is around the corner. <laughs> Kitty corners throw power in that conference. Oh, yeah, okay. But <laughs> next podcast, I'll have a name for an elementary school. But we do have time to tackle a couple reader questions. Um, so... One question, play calling. How bad, where to bl place blame for the O-line going from bad to worse? Yeah, I think the O-line is obviously the story of this day. Yeah. Uh, six sacks? Oh, you know. Kurt Ferentz said it himself. You can't win games with six sacks. You know, the, the, the play calling, it's the same Iowa offense it's ever been. Mm-hmm coordinators change ever so infrequently but it's still the the basic Iowa core offense it's an offense that averaged 31 almost 32 points a game last year okay yeah uh, the offensive line is not there this year and the the excuses that are both legit and you don't want to hear are it's been plug and play to a degree. There have been injuries. They haven't had a set lineup, and I don't want to hear it because that's college football. Yeah, Penn State had to deal with injuries with so, the Sean and, Clifford. And Wisconsin's offensive line was was uh, kind of dubious in the first half of this season, and the defense couldn't pull it out. Uh, the defense couldn't save the games in the three games Wisconsin lost. The offense mm -hmm. lost those games. Well, the offensive line has kind of righted the ship up here, and uh, they've got a running back who's 17 years old who just had his fourth straight 100-yard game. And the point that Ference brought up with that one is it'd be impressive if he was 21, too, yeah. with what he did. Uh, and, and, and that's besides the starting running back who, you know, gashed him from time to time. So, yeah, it's an offensive line story. I, I know there's a lot of critics of Spencer Petras, and I don't think he's been wonderful. But Petrus came into this game ranked 7th in the Big Ten in pass efficiency, and Graham Mertz, Wisconsin's quarterback, came in ranked 14th. And, you know, Mertz got the better of it. Petrus, yeah. Petrus is, is not playing great Big Ten quarterback, but he's not getting any help. No, I mean, I, when I, you don't have any time. No, and this is a guy, like I said, this guy was their starting quarterback last year when they scored 31.8 points a game. He's not a different person, or he's not playing really much differently. He's not getting any help. Yeah, there's not much that you can do when you've got a couple seconds. Plays can only open up so quickly, and that's the challenge there. Then that leads in great to the next question. What are coaches' thoughts on rolling Petrus out 
and how can we get the ball to Goodson in space more often? And I think one thing on the roll is rolling Petrus out, a little bit of a tongue twister there, that I think is, I kind of go back to what Petrus was talking about on Tuesday, where somebody was asking him about scrambling, and he admitted that he's not Lamar Jackson back there. Yeah. So you've well, got some are, options. You know, uh, he's, he's not that player. And, no. and look, outside of uh, C.J. Beathard, who has been a quarterback for Iowa in, in recent memory? I mean, mm -hmm. Nate Stanley wasn't. Uh, Jake Rudick wasn't. Uh, it's not going to happen, folks. It's just, that's just not who he is. And, it's, and I, I do feel bad for Tyler uh, yeah. Goodson because this is too good a talent to not be putting up better numbers than he is. Oh, yeah. He's a future NFL running back. He just hasn't had the cast around him. If you're running into kind of a brick wall, you can only go so far. Yeah, I don't, I don't remember seeing a feature Iowa back who has been tackled for losses so many times as he has in eight games. Yeah, because, and the thing too is he's kind of dancing his way in the backfield there just so that there's some chance of it not being for loss sometimes. Yeah, well, that's, and, you know, that's, some years, I mean, you, you see up here all the time, it didn't happen last year, but you put a, a good running back behind Wisconsin's offensive lines and nine years out of ten, they'll get you your thousand yards. Yeah. And I always had a lot of good lines like that. This just isn't one of them. Yeah. It simply isn't. And I saw a little bit, like, Goodson did seem to be out at wide receiver at least a couple times, I noticed. So that is one way that you can get him a little more involved. But he still is a running back, and he's on an offense that really just is not suited for his strengths. No, and you know, the wide receivers and tight end Sam Laporta, I, I feel like they're all getting a little bit cheated. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, and, and uh, you've got a center who could still win the Remington Award. Mm -hmm. And yet, 150, what was it, 100 and, I'm looking again, I can't believe what I'm seeing, 156 <laughs> yards. For the entire offense. Oh, boy. And that leads into the question after that. After 23 years, does Ferentz feel any need to change offensive scheme, and will he? Yeah, okay. Well, I think he answered his own question. 23 years. Yeah. It's been the same thing. Well, you know. More or less. No, I mean, it's, 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 it's all boils down to, and they, they say it over and over and over again, execution. Well... Can they or can't they? When they can, it, this is a good program. This is a program that over the last five years, last six years, has a hell of a good one-loss record. Yeah. Uh, and had a 12-game winning streak as of October the 15th. Mm-hmm. Um, today, they've lost two in a row. We'll, we'll see about the next five? Four. Four. Oh, that'll be an interesting four. That's yeah. for sure. And I think there are things that they could do. Like, I was a little surprised that they didn't try the Wildcat a little more yeah. just to get something going. Yeah, well, you might be talking about 
band-aids for a bigger wound you know <laughs> that is a good point. i want to see the forward pass become part of their deal <laughs> that that would be a good thing to have yeah. there should we go back to iowa <laughs> yes but okay. one last question oh, one last question yes but unfortunately can't get to them all but this one i think is a good one to end with when does wrestling season start <laughs> that pretty much describes I was number one <laughs> so there's your chance women's to see top five women's basketball yeah. number nine yeah. I think they're actually going to stay number nine and go up um, Iowa's not going to be number well, nine let's, in football let's go home and worry about these things All right. well thanks for tuning in I'll be back with a Hawk Off the Press episode next week and we will talk Hawks later <laughs>